Ooh, and a shot and a good pass save made there by Campbell. Final three seconds, it comes into the slot area. Another shot, Campbell to save. And to steal a little slogan from the boys with the basketballs. We, the North, have championed the North Division. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, with their 76th point of the season, will be North Division champions in this very, very strange season. For the first time in 21 years, the Toronto Maple Leafs are division champs. This is Leafs Nation post-game, the podcast edition. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic got the gold muzzy at Gord Stelic. Thanks to producer Sam McKee for putting it all together. So far, so good for the Maple Leafs in this odd 2021 NHL regular season. Again, officially North Division champs here in the regular season with a 3-2 win against Montreal. 7-2-1 in the season in 10 meetings against their likely first-round opponent in the Habs, Cordo. You know, what strikes you with your stat there, Nick, is like in the Pat Burns and Pat Quinn era, where they had four times, twice each, they made it to the final four. Like they only came in first place once. You know, it's funny, the regular season, mm-hmm. this has never been their bailiwick when they won four Stanley Cups in the 1960s. They only came in first place once back in the old six-team NHL. So this is a huge accomplishment. Really, this is. This, this is a team that got their act together after that horrid Columbus experience in the bubble. And they are enjoying now the fruits of their labor. And I want to say it changes the stigma too. You know, talking to a couple of Leafs fans in the last couple of days, all they can tell me is 17. 17 years ago, the Maple Leafs last won a playoff series. And that includes, of course, uh, last year's uh, uh, problems, we'll call it, with the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. So no, do- no doubt, I think right now, weighing heavily in the minds, I don't want to say heavily, but it's certainly in the minds of Leafs Nation is the fact that they have won a playoff series in 17 years. So I think it changes the stigma. You win the division, you're feeling good about life, and not to mention this team is really starting to play uh, you know, the best at the most important time of the year. Uh, quietly, Gordo now an eight-game point streak, 7-0-1 in the last eight games for the Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, Nick, your point's really significant because we're like – First of all, they last won the Stanley Cup 54 years ago. That's dinosaur talk, Mm -hmm. okay? That's not on anybody. That's not on the current ownership, the current players, current management, current fans, current current whatever. Okay, we get that. We get that. But the 17 years, you know, uh, is is significant. That's an incredible streak of ineptness. Only the Florida Panthers of the 31 NHL teams right now have a worse streak of not winning a playoff series. So, that's the next level they've got to get to. That still remains business that remains to be taken. But the first step is having a kind of regular season they have not had since 2004. And you're right. And I, I know talking to fans, like right now, they're talking, they love listening to us because we, you and I are so entertaining. But they're going, boring, bore, bring on the playoffs. Stop, bring on the playoffs, right? And that's what they're talking about. And that's a very different attitude out there. Well, I'm sorry to say, but you know, it's it's kind of funny to me that Toronto's uh, best opponent to play come playoff time to 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 get ready for the playoffs could be Wednesday night's opponent in the Ottawa Senators. Isn't that funny, Gord? I'll tell you something. The Ottawa Senators, if the playoffs were to start today, they're one team I would not want to play. Maybe the team I most would not want to play. So this is Nick a good matchup for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Credit the Ottawa Senators from an abysmal start for turning their season around. And you know something? Teams like Buffalo and New Jersey have kind of picked up at the end to a degree, say, man, you you cannot go out with a whimper rather than a bang. And Ottawa, you know, 2022, I'm very intrigued what they have. But right now in 2021, I think this is the perfect fodder for the Leafs or or the perfect opponent for the Leafs in kind of a meaningless regular season. 
You're so right. And again, it's just it's comical to me that the one team that's been out for so long is going to probably be the uh, the stiffest opponent. And it's good for the Maple Leafs this time of year because they've had their way with the Montreal Canadiens. Winnipeg's been really, really struggling. And again, the Ottawa Senators have been a fantastic story uh, the last little while here in this North Division. Are we not putting enough stock in the season Jack Campbell is having, uh, Gord? 17-2-2, 21 saves. I think defensively Toronto was good in this game. I just think it's so hard to quantify the last couple games Toronto and Montreal because there's so many guys out of the lineup. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing I like tonight. And you're absolutely, you know, and you know some people are trying to make a controversy about Freddie Anderson got a full game with the Marlies <laughs> today. They lost in a shootout. Okay, but it's not a controversy. Like there's an appreciation what Jack Campbell has done. And you know what I like tonight was he let a softie in, okay? They were down uh-huh. 2 nothing. And the team bailed them out. Now you go back again, the Columbus bubble experience. Like Freddie, like, okay, Freddie played great in a one nothing game, except he let a softie in. But your team got no goals. You know, so that's the point is about other elements picking up on whatever. And tonight when Jack Campbell, there's there's no real storylines at this time of the year. But, okay, they're down 2 nothing. One of you like to have back. Well, you know what? No. The team decided they're going to dig down. Actually, it was pretty entertaining when they turned things around. I really actually enjoyed this game. But that's the other part of it. So I'm big on Jack Campbell, but also whoever your goaltender is, you know, the goaltender bails out the team and the team bails out the goaltender. That's the best kind of relationship you got to have if you're going to get close to or win a Stanley Cup. Pick up your teammates, uh, bottom line for sure. And I we just love the chemistry on a game-by-game basis. Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. I just thought it was so fascinating that the goal that we see Matthews score time and time again, we have in the past, it's Mitch Marner, who I think we can all agree doesn't shoot the puck enough. But again, it, it helps when you play with Austin Matthews. You know who to feed and he's going to score the goals. But it's always encouraging when, when Mitch Marner Gord scores goals. And again, he's had a very under-the-radar type season. I think always similar to a guy like Leon Drysettle in Edmonton, overshadowed and understandably so, because that's 20 goals in the season and all at even strength for Mitchell Marner. Yeah, and we're going to address Mitch Marner, but I'm going to go back one step because you look at the news around the NHL. Rod Brindamore looks like he's going to sign with Carolina, trying to work things out, talking about, and you're talking about an elite coach right now, $1.8 million per season. Mike Babcock, what was it, 6.25? 6.25 million <laughs> per season. Okay. And he wasn't elite then. Like, he wasn't elite. He, he'd been elite. Anyway, whatever. So, I mean, more the point. And then after that, because he is the highest paid guy for a couple of years, he just, you know, he's going to tell us that Mitch Marner cannot play with Austin Matthews. I still, I still get pissed <laughs> off about that. But anyway, yeah. you move forward. And Mitch Marner, it's a ridiculous thing that you could chat with someone because our expectations are a little maybe unfair to the Mitch Marners of the world. And about it, he has, oh, he's had an off few games. He's like third or fourth in the league in scoring, okay? Like McDavid kills Dreisaitl by a ton of points. Marner actually has been the guy that's been a scoring leader more than Matthews, whatever. And when I say choose your poison, that's in a positive way. And And you're right, Mitch Marner, like under the radar for a top five scoring leader in the NHL, it's weird to think that. Not to mention, uh, speaking of weird, that mullet that Mitch Marner has going, and I believe Zach Bogosian could have the playoff mullet going too. So it's like you move forward to 2021, gone are the playoff beards, Gord, because nobody can grow them anymore because everybody's like 18, and you got the playoff mullets. But I don't care how these guys have their hair going. I know we can't get haircuts right now in this market. They're producing, and they're going to be scary. I think the more positive thing is is that Riley Nash and Zach Hyman, as Sheldon Keefe stated earlier in the day on Saturday, are progressing well. And certainly we don't know the start of the playoffs just yet. 
We think it's about a week and a half away, but this is encouraging news, uh, especially on the behalf of those two guys, because you know Hyman likely could play with those guys, but just adding depth to this Maple Leafs lineup. Yeah, one of the ones you mentioned, so Elliot Freeman tonight mentioned the Leafs are getting the vaccinations tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's another positive for the Canadian teams because it kind of puts them on an equal footing with their American counterparts that have already got it. But the other, you know, the other part is, yeah, injuries, 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 the wild card. Like, you know, and you go into the playoffs, and then you have what happened in Winnipeg last year. Mark Shifley, Patrick Laine, you know, your worst nightmare, injured in the first period of the game. So in this case, uh, and Riley Nash, people are really intrigued about this guy, about, you know, about what he may pot, like another spice, another spice at the disposal of, you know, Sheldon Keefe. But in the case of Zach Hyman, he is the main stew or whatever you're cooking. Like, you know, hopefully get him back and, and, uh, and playing because he's like, and especially in playoffs, like I used to kid Lou Lamorello and you remember Jay Pandolfo. I called the Jay yes. Pandolfo guy. In the playoffs, like Jay Pandolfo would get six goals during the regular season, 82 games. And in the playoffs, he gets six goals in the playoffs because all of a sudden you need those guys more. They play more, they check more, they do whatever more, and they get a chance to give a little bit more offense. And and, and Zach Hyman is, is like, to me, way above Jay Pandolfo. But, you know, one thing New Jersey got and Jay Pandolfo got was Stanley Cup rings. You're right. And look, fan bases love to make excuses all the time. Uh, You know, I'm from Montreal. I got family members in Montreal. Their excuse is all, well, Brendan Gallagher is not playing. But last time I checked, Toronto's Brendan Gallagher is not playing either, Gordo. Absolutely. And it's funny. Montreal's a funny animal. I always remember way back when, uh, decades ago, when Montreal loved saying, we don't allow them to lose, right? And Toronto mm-hmm. said, "Oh, we, oh, we put so much pressure on the guys. How can they win? You know." And it was kind of like, "Wait a sec. There's way, especially with the French media, because they're so over the top content-wise, you know." And, and so, anyway, good, good. Now it's funny. It's a different world now, and they're making the lame excuses. Good on. They it. are. In, we won't. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. And sorry to interrupt there. I, you know, I, I think you know Zach Hyman is is the one nobody's really talking about. But he was having a phenomenal season here in a contract year, and again, he just adds so much more depth. He can play in a shutdown role on the third line. I think we have serious question marks about Montreal's depth going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. We know some of their players are progressing, but I don't even know like with a full roster, you know how Montreal could be successful in a series. You never say never, Gord. Again, we've learned time and time again. Just be careful what you say, and teams can spark up at the right time. But I honestly feel the only way. Again, we said this the other night. You know, a key for Montreal trying to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're going to have to play a lot like that first period, tight checking, low scoring, shut them down style. I just don't know if you can do that for a seven game series against a team like the Maple Leafs and the guns they have. I just I have question marks about Montreal offensively. I won't lie. Oh, no, totally. But last year, Columbus kind of did that. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Leafs have to make sure there's no one nothing losses in the playoffs because that's exactly what Montreal will try to do. And that's where, okay, never mind, never mind Zach Hyman. You know, you know how about Nick Foligno? That, that's yeah. that's the X factor Montreal does not have and Toronto has. And even to, like Joe Thornton kind of negates their Corey, Pac, Corey Perry factor. You know, the veteran guy that also can provide leadership and fit in on different lines. So there's no question. There's no team, no team comparable with the depth at forward like the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Scotia North and not many in the NHL overall. 
And Gord, for the sake of this podcast, I think we're just going to stay clear of, of the power play, not not overly, you know, opportunized um, in, in this game or, you know, given the chances in this game, clearly. But again, we've said enough on the power play. Let's just see what happens over the next couple of weeks. I want to touch on something in, in, in Freddie Anderson. I, I think people, and again, it just speaks to Toronto, number one on Riley Nash. Like this guy's the, the next coming of Matt Sundin. He's barely played a game, hasn't played a game for the Maple Leafs, hasn't played in a long time. He's a fourth line center. Or keep it at that. But Freddie Anderson uh, plays a full game for the Marlies. Um, surrenders a tough one to Cole Perfetti. A 5-4 shootout loss, 34 saves. So in, I guess, a game and a half of action in the AHL, 863 save percentage. But I don't look at that at all. I just want to see Freddie Anderson play in an NHL game, and hopefully it happens on Wednesday against Ottawa, Gordon. Well, I hope it does as well. I, I, I think at this point, you know, again, like let's not – like we're, we're like we're making – like. Decades ago, again, before you're born, there was this debate about why did Tom Candy ought to get one more start over Juan Guzman? I'm doing a dinosaur <laughs> stat there. But, yeah. you know, pe- people question what Cito Gaston did in that respect. And here, I'm, you're 100% right. Like, let's get Freddie playoff ready. I got to think if he does not, you know, like, you're probably starting Jack Campbell, I would mm-hmm. think. But, let's. hey, isn't it – you have a goaltending controversy means you have actually more than one goaltender. You actually mm-hmm. have three. But you got two. You got two and a half. Whatever. I mean, I mean, I mean, but 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 Riddick's a decent one. If guys get hurt, it's better than they had yeah. before. But yeah. that's the side of it. So anyway, good to see him back on the ice. Get some games in before and just keep healing. Yeah, and certainly I think, you know, if I were Sheldon Keefe, which I certainly am not, I, I think my plan would be to go to Freddie on Wednesday against Ottawa, a game we'll have on 680 News, of course, and then to wrap up the season on Friday, because again, as we brought up last podcast, it's our understanding that the Maple Leafs would either start the 19th or the 20th. So that would give Jack Campbell, I would give Jack Campbell the start in the finale against Winnipeg. And that would give him about five days to get ready for game one against Montreal or, or I guess Winnipeg. Well, I agree with you. And also on Friday has to be your starter because uh, otherwise if he does not play, he's got what about 11 days or 10 days. That's way too many days between games. So, you know, anyway, it's just fun to talk about an alternative rather than the last ever since Freddie got here, well, except for Curtis McElhaney, the one year. But anyway, you, you dreaded saying, okay, never. It's not Austin Matthews is not the, the the injury that you fear the most. You actually fear a Freddie Anderson injury the most. And and hey, you don't like any injury, but that's not the case right now. Certainly is not. And uh, Gord, the Maple Leafs feeling great about life. I just can't wait for these uh, final two regular season games to conclude. Again, we have a uh, Wednesday night's game against the Ottawa Senators. Note the start time, 8 Eastern time. We'll have the pregame at uh, at 7.30. And again, it, it'll actually be a pretty good test for the Maple Leafs because Ottawa has been playing really, really well as of late and they're playing loose. Uh, you know, I think certainly you look at the last couple games, specifically against Montreal, to me, Gord, Watching those two teams, there's a clear team that's better than the other, and it's not the Montreal Canadiens, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, and uh, the you know we thought that last year with Columbus, we mm-hmm. kind of thought that the previous year with Boston. So you better do it when it really matters. Respect the opponent. Uh, that's the biggest advice we can give you on this night. The Maple Leafs defeat uh, the Montreal Canadiens three two seven two and one in a ten game season series, and again we are. Closing in on a potential showdown for the first time since 1979. An eight-game point streak for the Maple Leafs. 7-0-1-1. Jack Campbell, 21 saves in this one. So, again, we'll talk on Wednesday night, Gord. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Nick. There you have it. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga. Many thanks to Sam McKee for putting it all together. And, again, we'll have Leafs Nation pregame coming up at 7.30 on Wednesday. The Maple Leafs, two more games in the regular season. They're the North Division champs.